0: Hi, my name is Anita Foster. I'm the Library Media Specialist from Autry Middle School in Kennesaw, Georgia.
1: Hey y'all, I'm Ingrid Hansen. I'm the Library Media Specialist at Lindley's Sixth Grade Academy in Mapleton, Georgia.
2: Hey everyone, I'm Lori Quintana and I'm the
0: Library Media Specialist at Griffin Middle School in Smyrna, Georgia. And welcome to Everdue Conversations from the Library. <music> we are so lucky today to have with us paula axford from Sprayberry, Sprayberry high school and in Cobb county and Cobb county georgia in kennesaw marietta. marietta marietta it gets me confused so yeah we're right on the line yeah mm-hmm. so we also have with us still holding over from our last interview we have sandy davis from smith and middle school in marietta as well so uh now we're going to talk about the tome society the tome society and i know very little about this so i'm so excited paula is here to share it oh for sure like
1: I don't know how I don't know yeah, anything what about is it. You would what think is it would. But yeah. <laughs> what is well, home Educate for? us. Okay. tell and us. <laughs> I just
0: had to tell you what's going on in the room right now. Ingrid has her little notepad out and she is taking notes. She is very serious. I am.
1: I am focused, man. I'm just saying.
3: <gasps> well, so, before we get going, first of all, I wanna say I am a huge fan of the podcast. Yay! Yay! I have listened to every single episode some even twice.
2: Oh wow. Wow. wow.
3: <laughs> and um, I'm just in awe about what you all are doing. I think I said to Lori, I think it was Lori, that sometimes it makes me feel a little bad about myself and that no. I'm not oh, no. yes, but wow. more so, but more so, I'm really inspired, you know. Oh, good. You, uh, you, good. you all have given me such great ideas and have challenged me to kick up my game. Um, from last Yay. week That's awesome. i really liked well we talked about what the podcast was about and i think that maybe your sub name should be we're not crazy because that <laughs> was a theme of last week and i really
0: liked <laughs> that. but last week we were a little <laughs> crazy. okay
3: sometimes we Just get there but mostly it makes me it, i love listening to your podcast because it really makes me feel like i'm not alone we oh, that's all stuff. have that's never what that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why we, yeah. we did this. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you what, we have never sat down at a table before, but I feel like you all are my LMS besties oh, so nice to goodness, because I have gotten to know you all from listening. Yes. And so I really want to thank you for doing this. Oh, you're so welcome. I think it's a great service. And you have a huge following, I think.
1: International. Yes, we do. We have a right. lot of Australia
0: and Belgium. And oh, let me pull it up and I can pull it up Okay. okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. Anita gives us our statistics like um, once a day, I think. Or it used it to does. be
0: once a day. Now it's more like, oh, uh, when I think about it. Uh, Oh, okay, yeah. and before
3: we get going into tomes, I do want to say that I, I I want you to give me your website because I've looked for it and I'm just getting the podcast information. We were just talking so, about that we earlier. Okay, I don't know whether it, it was tonight. an important
2: okay. piece to this or not if it was actually something that would be used by our audience. Absolutely. So like, I love now we follower. know. I think <laughs> you need to have
3: a store with merchandise. As we you need can see I'm wearing tier. my overdue bracelet. Yes. I mean, yeah, you know, Yay. I need <laughs> I I need accessories.
1: Buy Wow. Well, yeah, that was That's awesome.
2: Definitely, right, well, definitely. We need a volunteer that would like to keep our website updated.
0: So if you're because interested,
1: what a lot of people don't realize
0: is that Ingrid and I are both getting our specialist degrees right now. So we have a lot of work that we do. Not she said Ingrid. She really meant. Lori. I meant. I meant Lori. I was pointing to Lori and said Ingrid. <laughs> But uh, Lori and I are both getting our specialist degrees. Should I start talking like you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, can I just say the
1: implication would be that Ingrid isn't doing anything. No. <laughs> that, that should Ingrid just, is uh, starting over in a new yeah,
2: school, yeah, and that's worth yeah. a specialist degree you're right there. She's in a brand new school this year, so you're doing a lot. So, yes. um, But thank you, Paula, for all of the positive feedback. Like, seriously, my heart is just, like, bursting right now. Um, it, you, it's so good to know that what we're doing is actually making an impact on library media specialists me. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that was our goal and, goal, um, and we really just want to bring everybody together and advocate for our profession and make you feel empowered in your position. It's well, so. it's
3: definitely working
1: good. Um, because
3: as you all know, we're like little islands, yes. you know, our, so true. our own so mm-hmm. true. in the school. And I have made, you know, a few connections that, you know, that I'll reach out to Mm -hmm. and ask my my own little besties, you know, what do you think about this? But this has really grown my bestie network, my LMS bestie network. So thank you, thank you, thank you. In In fact, going back to last week's episode about library science as a class, you know, in high school we have um, mentorship The kids sign up for Mm -hmm. that, and they act as our student aides. We couldn't operate without them. They're in the counseling office, the attendance office, the front office, every academic department, Mm -hmm. and, of course, the media center. And with only having a 60% para, you know how important that is. Um, But I'm toying with the idea of kicking it up a notch at Sprayberry yeah, yeah. and turning this into mm-hmm. a library science class and maybe even connecting that with the career tech yes. department. That's yes. great. Yes. a great idea. Because we have a career That's tech a great path idea.
2: And yeah. um, so I'm going to be bringing that. Would, to, oh my gosh, I would love that. The kids would absolutely love that. I want to tell you, you turn out some little minion librarians. Uh, they they are like my mini-me's. And they... Well, keep turning them out
0: um, and sending <laughs> them this <a swag. laughs> way.
2: So, um, but you also t- talked about a little bit um, on some, you know, people not feeling like they're actually doing a lot in their spaces. And so this is an opportunity for everybody to, like, share that with each other and and put what you do out there for others to learn about because we're we're better together we say that all the time Agreed. but some people think that they're not doing anything in their spaces but let me tell you the, the it could be something real little that's helping really big in your library and we just want to know about it and spread that message and so I think Tome Society let's definitely talk about it but um, first I need you to I need
0: you <laughs> Need to come visit my space and move my circulation. Belt. Okay. I can be here. I'm All actually right. I'm actually there every November for the craft fair because I sell Ooh, jewelry too. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> wonderful. All right. So let's talk about the Tome Society. Yes. This is here.
3: a really exciting organization. I first was introduced to the founders of Tome, who uh, were two our two sisters. Oh. Um, and they are, I believe they're from Hall County, both library media specialists. And I heard them present- Hall at County the, is in Georgia, just saying. Thank it, you. For those at, that don't know. At um, Georgia ETC. Okay. Um, I heard, I don't know how I wound up in their session, but I'm so glad that I did. Um, so I heard them talk about how they wanted to provide their students with more or deeper programming. And so they had this vision and they have just you rolled up their sleeves and built this out to now there are over 200 chapters. I think that is unbelievable so 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 they started in 2012 and they started you know within their own schools and within their county and it has just grown you know through networking
2: um so what is Tome society
3: okay all right so it is um sort of um, mirroring like National Honor Society in terms of format okay. so for example it's um, founded on more than just reading but also a big component of it is service okay. and so I want to talk about that but also we, we were um, talking a little bit about competition there are so many competitions that students can be involved with because many are not prepared to sit on something like a Jeopardy panel and have questions being fired at them and then just, you know, throwing the answers right back. Right. But our students want to participate in other ways, and they provide so many ways to do that. Okay. Um, also, there's a lot of autonomy. So, you know, we can kind of make our chapter what we want. But the other thing, too, and I think you'll all agree, that our regulars find the media center to be their safe space, their home in the school. And this has really given them a stronger identity. So, you know, they're very connected within the school. And also, when we go to TomeCon, which happens in March, it's March 20th this year, um, there are up to 2,000 participants at TomeCon now. And And where's where's that? that? Um, It is held at the University of North Georgia in Oakwood. It's the Gainesville campus. It's in Oakwood, Georgia. It's about an hour and a half from Sprayberry. We get a bus, and um, I take lots of... Uh, other teachers with me and also I work very closely with my local Cobb County librarians. Mm -hmm. They are in my school once a week Um, let's see I have one for Tome Tech so I've also sort of Developed this tech side to tome, you know this other literacy, right? Um, and then uh, so I have one of the librarians come in, and she really helps with the technology. And then on um, Wednesdays, uh, two from um, two separate branches come in, and we do book club. Okay. So. We do lots of things. So like I said, you know, oh, you have a question, Laurie? Yeah, I was going to say those librarians are from other
0: schools
2: or
3: from no, public libraries? No, from, they're from the public okay. library. Okay, I just yeah. wanted
0: to verify. Okay. And, and we, let me just say here, it is very important that we build relationships with those public librarians because they do some amazing things and they serve our same population. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had one open up right across from our high school and they came over to, and looked at MySpace to see what MySpace looked like and what they could incorporate into their space, and they even asked me for like my top fifty books because they were they were moving two libraries into this one building. But we have a good collaboration back and forth, so it's very important that as I as school librarians to we like build clarify. connections with those public librarians.
1: And I I want to jump in. I agree with that. I'm really interested in. Can you walk us through? what a Wednesday meeting looks like. Okay, for well they are fast and furious <laughs> because
3: most of our students are really involved in other ways at school. Mm-hmm. Members of the marching band, um, members of NJROTC, mm-hmm. um, you know, in a sport, National Honor Society, student government. So meeting before school or after school is not a realistic possibility because of their other commitments mm-hmm. um so we meet during their lunches we have 30-minute lunches we have four 30-minute lunches a day so that's a b c and d lunch and that is how their individual group forms according to what lunch they're okay. scheduled
1: okay. so
3: um so we have four groups and i have um a public librarian in A lunch, a different public librarian B lunch. I have two um, English teachers who help support the C lunch group, and then I have the drama teacher who works with the D lunch group. So I've pulled in, you know, a lot of other people to help me because I need help. I need support. You can't do it all on your own. Exactly. So what it looks like, as far as the competition goes there is a reading bowl to it um but it it is executed very differently than the helen ruffin reading bowl which we all know and love um this is done in there are three pre-tests they're almost like AR tests okay. if you remember from elementary school I don't know if you do AR in um, middle school no. No. but um, you know it's very like just comprehension based questions about the book and then um, so there are three online tests throughout the year um, the next one the first one coming up for this year is the week of October 9th through 16th so you have a window where you get everybody in they log in to the computers, to you know, their testing site, and they take these tests individually. And then, based in, and then you're ranked in the state and within national tomes where your school is. Wow. And then the top four go to compete at the Reading Bowl at TomeCon. So,
1: the top four kids, the the
3: top top four schools. Sorry about that. Yeah, so then that
1: means as well that much like Helen Ruffin, these are pre chosen books.
3: Yes, we have a list. So, there are 20 books, and that's something else that I want to talk about their vision. And this is why um, I really became pulled into Tome Society, and that is because um, I think that both the Helen Ruffin program and, and Tome has great features um but for me i felt that doing the helen ruffin reading bowl did not have enough depth to it as far as meeting the needs of more students in the school Mm -hmm. so you know helen ruffin as a club or as a reading group is very competition based i did have a large group participating so if the student did not want to compete on the panel he or she could be writing questions or Mm -hmm. um competing in mock trials before the actual competition, but um, Tome provides so many other um, competitions. So I just want to share some with you. They, you could do, um, first of all, the book list is called the It List. Um, They have book trailers. Students can do book review blog articles, promotional book flyers, It Lit fan art, It Lit poetry, um, infographics, book covers, uh, book talks, fan fiction. I mean, I could go on. You know, this is on the tomessociety.org webpage, and there's the competition tab. There are so many. Um, But the reason why I pulled back at the time from Helen Ruffin, is because we went through a year when the books seemed particularly difficult to get through. Um, they were a little dark and depressing. and I remember I, that year. Yes, and I had students come to me and say, Miss Axford, I have got to take a break. Right. Th- these books are taking a toll on mm-hmm. me. And I think that it's really important to share those stories But they need more than that, Mm -hmm. and so much about our kids' culture sucks the life out of them, that the Tome It list is really looking at life-giving, and books that are more of a a variety, and and don't have that dark side. So how are they chosen?
1: Yeah, and do you have, can you share some of those titles with us? Oh yeah, definitely.
3: Okay, so let me pull the books up. So Um, while you're
2: pulling them up, how are they chosen?
3: Okay, there's you can um, volunteer to be a reader, just like... Well, I think that with Helen Ruffin, it's a little more detailed to become a, a reader. No, but I mean uh, the books. How are they chosen? So the books okay. are chosen by volunteers who okay. sign up to... Um,
0: okay, you know, so to, the, the
2: actual participants
0: yeah. chosen. Uh-huh. Okay. So are students the, the ones doing the... Or is it librarians You know, my, my
3: experience is it's mostly the adults, the educators that are reading the books. And when um, I have heard the founders talk about the it list, I think that one of their rules is the first F word, it's, it's not even considered. If you come across that, it's not even considered in, as one of the books. Okay. Um, but right now we're reading Grenade by Alan Grotz. You know, I love we all, him. I love him. He's amazing, I mm-hmm. know. And, now, um, and um, we're also reading uh, right now "A Touch of Gold" by Annie Sullivan, "Before She Ignites" by Jody Meadows, um, "Burning Brightly" by Alexa Don, "How It Feels to Fly" Catherine Holmes, mm-hmm. "It's Not Me, It's You" Stephanie Kate Strom, and "Letters Letters to the Lost" by Bridget. Kemmerer. And what's really cool about ToneCon is they have these authors come, and then the students can have sessions with the authors and ask questions and, you know, get to know the author a little bit and take pictures. That's good. Well, that's <laughs> that's, good. that's yeah. good. Yeah. So um, I'd also just like to read uh, a part of their mission, well, I want to read the mission statement, it's not very long. The mission of Tome Student Literary Society is to promote multiple literacies among third through twelfth grade students across the United States through service, collaboration, competition-based club activities, and clean, entertaining, encouraging literature. So, um, you know, they, they there are conflicts and issues in these books but it doesn't take the kids like into this dark hole where they
0: feel like they have to take a break right now i get that and i was actually going to ask you is this for just georgia or is it nationwide or so you just answer that by saying nationwide yes so there are i believe there are chapters in florida
3: south carolina sore border states um, maybe Tennessee, and I think there's a chapter in
0: West Virginia as well. So when they have the TomeCon, do those schools come as well, or is it just mostly Georgia schools that, that come?
3: Well, most of the chapters are in Georgia, um, but all the schools are invited to come. And it is a one-day extravaganza. Um, they have uh, events for, I think that the the younger kids, the elementary kids, don't come to TomeCon, it's just for the middle school and the high school kids. But the students actually get to choose the events that they want to go to. And mm-hmm. that's really exciting for the students on a field trip mm-hmm. too. Rather than just saying, okay, now we're gonna do this and now we're gonna go here and mm-hmm. we're gonna meet. They are given a so lot what of- what kind you know, of
1: options are there at TomeCon, besides just not that author panels aren't amazing, and I'm not a fan, because I am, but what are some of the other options that students have that they can go to?
3: Um, One of the sessions that I went to last year that everybody said, oh my gosh, I'm never gonna watch a movie the same way again. One of the presenters, and I believe she was an author, talked about elements in filmmaking that are repeated, um, for example, one of the um, ex- one, of, one of the situations was the color orange and or oranges, and that if oranges are present in a movie or the color orange is present, that is foreshadowing of doom that something terrible is going to happen and i 've got to tell you i 'm an English teacher, and I did not notice that, but she provided. Um, you know, many clips. That's unusual. That sh- I know. I
2: think, I think oranges like wake me up. The smell of them when I open up the peeling. I know, you know,
3: it's from it's from a movie, and I think it might be The Godfather, oh,
2: where oranges of sort of, of crash, look I know, right? <laughs> like
3: the crate crashes or something, uh-huh. and the oranges go. I yes. remember that? yes. 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 yes and so okay. that's where it came from. Okay. I think that you know it's kind of like a almost like a shout out to okay. that movie. Okay. So everybody came out of that saying, you know, wow. I I have I'll never watch a movie the same way again so, so you know, there's that and then there's also um, students can do art um, some of ours made their own bookmarks and watercolor there's also a yoga session um, there is a technology session we did some coding last year um, but all of these
2: things incorporate literacy somewhere like books and all of that okay right
3: it also is the final competition for their reading bowl so it's those four schools that made the top scores over the course of the year from the previous online tests and then, um, there are also other live competitions, like the book talk. One of our students won second place wow. awesome. in the book yeah. talk i We were all a little disappointed because we thought, we feel like maybe um, I don't know, but maybe the other one just had a, a more experience or something. But we, were, we felt great about, yeah. you know, our student that took second place um, on that So level. in the top
2: four, what are they doing in the competition when, at BookCon? Or, I mean, I'm sorry, TomeCon. TomeCon. <laughs> um, so
3: at the I mean it's the final reading bowl. There are two sessions. And that's the other thing that I really like it, too, you know, as opposed to Helen Ruffin, um, which please don't get me wrong, I am not dissing Helen Ruffin at all. Um, and we are also reading Beach Peach books you know Mm -hmm. from Helen Ruffin too so we're not just limited to tone books but um you know how exhausting that day is of competition
0: I was the chairperson for five years (laughs) If anybody in this room knows how exhausting it is that would be me and
3: and I think that's why we do it on Martin Luther King weekend it is because the kids really need to recover from oh no
0: we really need to recover from it because it is an all-day event I know when I was chair I was there at like 6.30 in the morning Mm -hmm. and did not leave some nights until 7 o'clock at night and it's a full day between elementary in the morning and middle and high in the afternoon.
3: And it's emotionally and intellectually draining, I think.
0: For everybody. Yes.
3: So the difference is that there are just two rounds. Two rounds of reading ball at Mm -hmm. TomeCon. So, you know, it doesn't take everything out of you, out of the students Mm -hmm. and they can, you know, have really a a lot of the rest of the day to do some other things too and have some fun.
1: So, are there requirements? So, let's say school wanted to have a chapter of TOME? What does that look like? Are there requirements? Are there things that... Great question. Actually, the individual chapters are given a
3: lot of freedom and autonomy to um, to make up what they want their groups to be. So some of the service things that we do at Sprayberry, number one, we have a large um, special ed population of our students. And so a lot of our TOME students um, do like circle time reading with our special ed students, which is great. I think that's fabulous. Right. I think
1: that's amazing. Yeah. You know,
3: especially for our TOME students to see, you know, that there are other students in the school mm-hmm. that, you know, have these special needs. Um, I think that you're really going to like this project that we do. We partner with um, Terry White at Bells Ferry Elementary um, with her Helen Ruffin Reading Bowl team. We purchase the books that they're reading, we write questions, oh, reading well awesome. questions, Aww. on the books, and then we Skype with them one afternoon a week with that's their so teams, funny. you know, then so we have the high school kids that are reading the questions, and their kids are practicing. That is fabulous. That is so fun. That is Ella. so <laughs> fun. But oh, so they fun. love it, too. Oh, they do. I mean, they yeah. both love it. You know, the little kids love yeah. meeting with the high school mm-hmm. kids, oh, yeah. and you know, the little that's kids are just so adorable.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm just <laughs> yeah. so stinking Yes,
0: And then your your school was one of the first that took, um, if I'm correct, uh, in Cobb County that took high schoolers to uh, elementary schools to read on Dr. Seuss Day. Oh, well, you know what?
3: Yeah, um, that was actually going on before I came on board at Sprayberry. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that Read Across America is now in its 22nd year, Mm -hmm. something like that. We started in the second year so sprayberry high Mm -hmm. school has participated for 21 out of the 22 years that is awesome previously um we had three lms's library media specialists and a full-time para so now you know it's down to just me and our 60 percent
0: para so when i came on board i did okay just a second i'm gonna say it again because i think i need to say it every episode if you're listening cobb county we need our of pros back to 100%. And I'll, and I'll
2: take another library media specialist. Sure. Yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that. Right. Right. I'm not the Right. I'm just saying there's so much we can do in our libraries if we have the people to run these programs, like you don't understand how effective and impactful this. Can well, be for how our effective students.
1: and impactful is anybody if they're fully staffed right, with educated right. and trained people? Right. How much more are you going to do in I any job?
0: I, I just, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm, overdue is now sorry. stepping off of our soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's real for now. For now, <laughs> <laughs> for now.
2: I, well, I'm sorry. I hear about all these wonderful, great things that our guests are coming in and talking about, and we need the people to get these to our kids, right? Like, one person can't do it all. And so, when we have that staffing, imagine the impact on our kids. So, sadly, I've had
3: to pull back because with the previous staff, we were able to reach out to almost all of our elementary feeder schools. Mm -hmm. The first year I came on board, I tried to do two... And it went beautifully with the one school that's Bells Ferry Elementary with Terry, who I do a lot of collaboration with. Um, The other one just had like one bump and hiccup after another, including like bus situations, things that we couldn't control. But I saw that one person cannot do two schools, it just wouldn't work. So I am looking this year at bringing other
2: faculty in the There's that equity. Can we talk That's about right. the equity here with, for the That's kids? That's right. Why is one school able to? Because you don't have enough staffing and the other kids get get left out. Exactly. That bothers me a lot.
3: And, you know, we do go to Bell's Ferry every year because we do have 100% feed from Bell's Ferry. And mm-hmm. I think that that is probably the only elementary school that we do have that 100% feed. And what is so cool about it is, um, as since we've been doing it for 21 mm-hmm. years, Our high school kids remember when they had the high school school kids read. What's
2: the one thing we keep being told to do in our classrooms with our kids? Engagement. How are we getting them engaged to continue their educational career from the? the elementary all the way to the high school like you were just talking about mm-hmm. we need that we need that
3: and you know that's another thing too is that with tome they can st- the chapters start as young as fourth and fifth grade i think that's called tome junior middle school is tome club and then in high school it's tome society okay well, that's so good too, yes. you know i would love to see it grow so that the kids have that natural transition into the next phase of tome or into the next media center Yes. That's amazing.
2: These are some great things you've been talking about. And it's like, this is why we love having guests. Because yes. like that you, you, you actually take me back to my library. And I'm thinking of myself in my library doing what you're talking about. And what my kids look like doing those activities. And how I can like coordinate it to fit at, at Griffin. And so I'm sure all of y'all are doing the same thing as well. Oh, you know, I do
3: want to just jump on one other thing, too, about Helen Ruffin, is that our students go to the Helen Ruffin Reading World Competition and 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 volunteer. Exactly. So we're runners. We're timers. I read the questions. Um, So, you know, it's not like we've turned our back at all on Helen Ruffin, and we're reading the books. Mm -hmm. So,
1: and I think think that that you've been really clear that it's not an either or situation. You don't have to pick one or the other. I mean, there's plenty of of books and time and individuals for us all to to pick and choose or do both. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So our
3: kids have been having so much fun with it, and I would love to see it grow in Cobb County. And I think that that Which has been. Which schools
2: is it at right now?
3: Well, right now, well, Sprayberry was the first, mm-hmm. and then um, Tapp Middle School. Christy Ward at Tapp Middle School was in a county last year where it was a countywide program. I think that there are three or four counties in Georgia that all the schools participate across the board. You know, it's not optional you know this is just what we do so um she has brought Tome to TAP middle school and um I've been working with her so we're going to be collaborating with her group um and we're going to be traveling to TomeCon together from County County
0: yeah Christy's new she's at TAP Mm -hmm. and um you know we interviewed her earlier in the summer yes yeah
1: she's great so Mm -hmm. enthusiastic just ready to go out and do amazing stuff so it'll be fun to work with her in the future
2: So so Sprayberry and TAP, that's what we have in covering. Sprayberry and
1: TAP, yeah, that's it. So one middle
3: school, and TAP is not a feeder to Sprayberry. And one thing that I've been working at and and I need to be better at is um, reaching out to my feeder middle schools and going in there. Um, You know, time is so valuable to everybody. Um, But I would love to go in there and um, work on service with them more as well so that they will know that they're welcome into the media center. You know, one thing that do is we have a summer haters book club and we do advertise that to our to the rising ninth graders the uh, eighth graders and um, it was it's more for reluctant readers and they are given extra credit at sprayberry in their English language arts um, but that has been great. We use a Tome book. Um, and so they're being exposed to the Tome mm-hmm. Society. And then we always, in the last three years that we have done it, we have met with the author. So we've met with Alan Gratz, who is a kick. He is he awesome. Is. I will meet him this
2: past summer as well.
3: Yeah. And we met with C.J. Lyons, just this past, who is a prolific author. I had no idea. I and mean, she's written something like 75 books. Wow. Adult, you know, children's literature, YA. Um, And then we met with the author of um, The Book of Ivy, which is a great dystopian novel. Mm -hmm. So that's so fun for the kids, you know, to meet the author. Although it's virtually, in book haters, the authors have really been open to meeting with us. So that's another way that we kind of hook them. Um, in the summertime, we give them extra credit and then we get to expose them to tone. That is awesome.
1: So talk to me about your participation in the book haters book club. I want to know more about that. That sounds fun. You know, I gotta tell you, honestly, I can't remember why I started doing it, what the, you know,
3: inspiration was. I love it though. Um, I think it's great. But you know, it really was directed initially for the reluctant readers who had to do summer reading. So before we used to, the children or the students had a a lot more um, freedom in choosing what they wanted to read. So we thought that, you know, if we chose an engaging book, which, you know, is very Mm -hmm. often hard for a student to find that book that they're going to read over the summer. Um, So we would choose, we we went through the tome list. We, you know, really took into consideration, you know, male, female, you know, the genre, um, all different things. And um, I've been really thrilled with the books that we've chose. And so we meet every, um, like, I think it's uh, five weeks. And if the students are able to participate four out of the five weeks, they will get extra credit in their ninth lit class or whatever lit class they're going into. Um, and then on that fifth is when we meet with the author. We um, typically involve a lot of food. Food is very enticing.
0: I think most educators have
3: found that if you feed them they will
0: come. <laughs> yes yes. Yeah. and
3: um, we've done different activities. One that we did last summer for the first time is that the students had to build a house of index cards and, in, and they could build their houses by getting another card. To get another card they had to write a question about the book and then the answer on the back and then there was you know a winner for Mm -hmm. the largest structure so you know we that's a cool idea that is a great idea so we say I think on the first one and the other thing is that we have the books you know the students don't have to buy the books we have them we check them out either through Sprayberry or the Cobb County Public Library so they walk away with the book that first session we intro the book um, we read the first chapter you know and do Mm -hmm. a book talk and then, you know, get them in and we and we say, you know, by next session, we want you to be here in the book. And then I'm shooting out reminds every day. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, this happened in, what did you think about what happened in chapter three? Or, you know, today you mm-hmm. should be here. I can't wait to you know, get to tomorrow's reading. So we're encouraging them to read every day, and then we get together on the next session, and we do an activity and, um,
0: you know, talk about the book. And then, you know, we're building up to meeting the author. Well, you know, I'm going to be taking that uh, note card thing from you. because no, me too. I'm all over It's that. not my idea, I have to say. Rebecca Brown from the Cobb County Public Library. Because I have a reluctant readers reading group that I'm going to be starting in the next few weeks. I did it last spring and it was 10 8th grade boys that they can read, but they just don't like to read. And so last year we read, um, what did, oh, The Terrible Two last year. And they absolutely loved it. And then we got to prank our principal at the end of the year oh. on field day. Oh, how fun. And then um, this year we're going to be doing Ungifted. So I've got for 6th
2: grade boys or for what grade? 8th grade boys Asian? typically. But okay. I opened
0: it up to 6th through 8th. So I'm okay. fine doing multi-grade level. Um, reading the
1: same book. So, Paula, will you share with us some of the different activities that you're doing in your book haters? Information on Tome so that we can put it on the website. Absolutely. And get it out to Uh other people who are interested in all the fabulous things that you've been so sweet to come in and talk Um, to us about. Yeah, I'll be happy to. That would be great. And thank you so much for having me again.
3: Thank you for what you're doing. You. I'm thank honored you. that you asked me. <laughs> you <know. laughs> um, but thank you so much. Like I I feel like I am intimately involved with this group. Well, that's yeah, awesome. we this the long. first Great. time Thanks that I've sat
2: I, down with you. We get so, some really positive feedback. Like the, our audience that listens tells us that we feel like we're sitting right there with you. Oh, and yes. they're all like, well, we want to <laughs> jump in and, and make a comment. And so <laughs> that's where you come in with the
3: burning yes, right. I, I have to come up with a burning <laughs> question. Question. I, okay. s- I have to come up with a burning
0: question. So <laughs> it's super easy, but Rachel Mendoza from Texas is the only one that has done it yet. Thank you, Rachel. Rachel, Rachel is a rock star. Can I just say okay? Yes, she is. Hey. All right. Well, thank you guys, and we hope you enjoyed this episode of Overdue Conversations from the Library. Just a reminder that everything that we say is our own opinion and not the opinion of our employers.